We're talking travel for our sponsor, Travel on King. Sally Lucas, oh, tall mountains, bit of snow on the top and uh, some fantastic green going up to the rocks and the ice. Absolutely. And that's what Europe offers you, isn't it, that we don't have. It's a, such a different sort of green to the, our green out here. I mean, it's just so lush and beautiful. And as you say, some of those mountains have just got snow on them all year round. So it's quite spectacular. Because um, when we were there a couple of years ago, uh, we went to the little village of Airwald in Austria, which is surrounded by mountains, one of which is the Zugspitze, which is bordering onto Germany, of course. And of course, you're so close to Bavaria. Area and it's just a, a little drive and you're there. You know, you, I didn't realise, not having been to that part of Germany and Austria before, I'd always been more into the north, etc. And it's just, I don't know, picture perfect. Like we were there, as I said, round about June and then we, we still had this field of flowers below, that, this little babbling stream with ducks and whatever. Then these mountains and our little hotel was very much done in the Austrian chalet style and we just looked out our window and there was the Zugspitze right there. You know, so the photos we got were magnificent and just such and, and Innsbruck, I was taken away by Innsbruck. I wow, I thought what a lovely little city it is and it's not it's not big. It's been home to what the Winter Olympics about three times I think. So you can do wonderful things there, like if you want to go up and see what these well, I won't call them madmen, but when they jump off those ski jumps, I think, oh, my God, my heart just goes into my mouth every time. I'm, how do they land in one piece? I mean, some of them don't land too well, do they? But anyway, that that is something you can do there, of course. But there are lots of things you can do in Austria, of course. And getting around by train is a wonderful way. Well, anywhere in Europe these days, it's wonderful to get around by train. Um, it's, it's a lot easier, I think, than anything else. You don't have to worry about driving conditions. Getting car parks is horrendous in some parts of Europe. Not understanding the language and getting a fine because you've parked incorrectly. Um, but train is a wonderful way to get around Austria, and they also have yeah, the rail pass, their own little Austrian rail pass, like you can get for Switzerland and Germany as well. But you've got wonderful hiking trails there, as you say, alpine scenery, which is just fantastic. You've got lakes, you've got beautiful um, some castles and palaces, and it's very cultural as well. And of course, you've got famous food like strudels and all sorts of sachets. <laughs> Schnitzel and Sasha Tord, and of course Salzburg being the um, home of Mozart. So there's some wonderful things you can do. And the Austrian tourist office in Australia is very oh, active in promoting Austria. So if you ever want to go there, they're in Sydney, you know, Google them. And they'll send out some amazing information for you and they'll come up with an itinerary depending on how much time you've got, a suggested itinerary of how you should get around Austria. Um, of course, Vienna. I always remember some clients I had once who hadn't been to Austria and they went to Vienna and prior to that, Paris had been their favourite city. They were just blown away by Vienna. They thought it was up there. With with Paris to them anyway, so different too. Yes, still different as you say, and you've got the famous St Stephen's Cathedral there, of course, and the lovely coffee houses, as I said, serving these wonderful, you know, sweets, etc. So that, and it's of course cultural, as we said, like lots of music is involved, including the sound of music. You can do tours of that and listen to all the wonderful sound of music. Um, so yeah, Vienna, Salzburg, and Innsbruck. I mean, those three alone are, are lovely. But you can get off the beaten track and do lots of other little things as well. So, And just on the border there, you've got the wonderful Linderhof Palace just sneaking into Bavaria, which is just amazing. It is so opulent. And it's like a, a mini Versailles. And, of course, King Ludwig, it's, it was one of his, well, his smallest, I think. And they call it a palace rather than a castle. But, my God, you know, it is opulence to the nth degree. But the gardens around it and the grotto he built with it. So you go in this little grotto where he wanted to build that. So it was his little escapism. 
Buddhism. So it's it's a beautiful part of the world is is Austria and that part lower part of you know Bavaria. It's really very very pretty, and certainly worth some time. And even München, I really enjoyed Munich. Again, a lovely city, um, very enjoyable with a lovely old square in the centre of town, and it just a nice nice part of the world to go to. It really is. Oh gosh, you've taken me there, Sally. We are going somewhere <laughs> else in just a little while as we talk travel on to a new RFM. Uh, We're heading off to South America and Mexico. And Sally Lucas, it's time to head across the Pacific, South America. South America, what a wonderful continent that is as well. And it's got so many treasures to offer. And this is called the Treasures of South America Tour. It's an ideal one, if you like, for first timers who'd like to cover a bit of everything, because a lot of people go back more than you know, once to mm. South America because it's got so, so many countries within that continent. So this one is taking in the countries of Peru, the Amazon area, Bolivia, Chile, Brazil and Argentina for 27 days with a company called Contours and that's all they do. They specialise in tours just to um, South America, Latin America. That's, that's their expertise and that's just what they do. Um, so they have small groups on this as well with only a maximum of 16 guests and they take you to a lot of off-the-beaten-track destinations and things that you can do to give you an idea um, they donate a water filter to a remote com- community in the Andes and um, you, ha- you stay there and learn about their culture while helping install the water filters for them. Um, you have different welcome dinners. You have see the pink river dolphins when you're in the Amazon. Um, three-toed sloths if you're lucky on your three nights in the Amazon. Uh, you have three nights in the Sacred Valley as well, which is an incredible uh, location. That's going up to Machu Picchu. It certainly it? is. Um, of, of course, you do the Machu Picchu. You're not trekking it. You're doing a first-class Vista Dome train to get you up there, which is wonderful. Um, you go to a famous Andean artist and visit his workshop, Pablo Seminario. Um, you go to a private weaving demonstration by a local cooperative um, in their own home, so really something different. You go to La Paz as well, where you ride the world's highest uh, urban cable car. In Buenos Aires, you go to a private, have a private rather, tango lesson. Mm. as well as followed that by a dinner and a tango show. So this is quite an interesting, as I said, itinerary. All your entrance fees are included to local and national parks, and you're just doing some really different things and off-the-beaten-track things if you're really interested in immersing yourself in that wonderful continent of South America. So keep that in mind. They have a range of dates ranging from September this year through to October next year. Mm. So, And if you're interested in Mexico or Mexico, I suppose we should say, shouldn't we, um, I find a lot of the um, Mexican names a little difficult to pronounce. So You give it your best shot. <laughs> any Mexican people out there, if I do mispronounce, I'm apologising in advance. Now, Mexico has more UNESCO World Heritage Sites than any other country in the Americas. So people might not realise that. And it's all the different tribes that were there beforehand. You had Olmecs, Zapotecs. Toltecs, Mayas and Aztecs. So you've got quite a lot of history there and a lot of interesting people who have made it what it is today. And But you've also got, apart from the huge city of Mexico City, you've got wonderful um, coastlines and lovely you know, Caribbean-style shores for you to explore as well. Um, but the... Um, the grand scale of what they call the Central Zocalo, which is the main square, which is apparently quite massive. And you go to a park called Chapultepec Park, which was the original fortress and military school captured by U.S. forces um, in the uh, Mexican War in 1847. So you're doing all that and you go to a world-class anthropology museum. Now, there's a, a district which is called, um, hopefully this is not 
mispronounced, Koyakan, and it's um, got a lot of cobblestone streets, terraced cafes and the famous Frida Kahlo Museum. You'll also travel through south-central Mexico to Puebla and Oaxaca. I always never knew O-A-X-A-C-A. I always used to call it Oaxaca because I didn't know any better. But it's apparently Oaxaca, which, of course, is very, very fascinating. It's an ancient city there. Uh, San Cristobal and via the Sumadero Canyon. And you're visiting lots of other wonderful ruins in the Yucatan Peninsula as well. Chichen Itza, which the ruins there are famous, um, and it's got reminders of the heights of the Mexican ancient empires, the heights that they actually reached. So it was quite a, a very interesting uh, country in its early days and it's in its formation. So there's a lot you can do there with the famous pyramids of the sun and the moon, you know, heaps of things you can do. This is a 20-day itinerary, um, and yes, they've got just departures next year, only four, uh, February, May, September and October. It's a 20-day itinerary, but really... The whole itinerary, if you get a chance to read through it or go onto the Contours website, uh, it'll give you a lot more information and just, just fabulous. Both those tours look absolutely fascinating. Time to see what hot deals are in the marketplace at the moment. It certainly is, Jane. Um, Peregrine, which is probably to most people might know about Peregrine, they're a, a well-known adventure-based tour operator. Um, what they've done, they've launched their worldwide early bird sale for next year. And with most of their tours now, what they've done, they're making them even smaller from 18, uh, 16 people to just 12. So it's really small group touring and it means you get much more attention, of course, by all your guides, etc., when there's less people to worry about. So I think that is fascinating, and their savings of up to $3,000, depending on which tour you're looking at, um, if you book before 15 September. So they've got even thing like, to give you an idea, there's a Grand Africa from Cairo to Cape Town, 48 days. Wow. <laughs> you know, and you'd go through Botswana, Kenya, Namibia, South Africa, Tanzania, Zimbabwe, a four-night cruise up the river, Nile, etc., etc. But they've got adventure-based holidays on just about every continent. So if you are thinking of an adventure-based holiday, there's savings to be had there if you book by 15 September. Um, we also have that wonderful... Uh, um, 19-night Pacific Island Fly Cruise Holiday, which is departing Sydney 17 April next year on the Radiance of the Seas. So that is a really lovely, relaxing holiday going through your two ports of Picton and Wellington in New Zealand, Bora Bora and Papiati and Tahiti, and then you end up in Honolulu, three nights in a lovely hotel and return air with Hawaiian Airlines. Um, now, that offer finishes next week, so you've only got a week, 31st of August, and that's from under 3500 as your lead-in price on that one, so that's good value for money as well. Thought I'd mention too, Jane, Headwater is a company that does self-guided walking tours as well as organised walking tours and also cycling. They've got a range of wonderful holidays where you can save 10% on a whole range of their tours. For example, walking the Lake District in England, um, that's a nice little seven-day one, walking the Italian Dolomites. We've talked about Austria today, an Austrian lakes walk of 11 days. Uh, France, the Alsace Wine Trail, which is nine days. Italy, Amalfi to Sorrento. That'd be lovely, wouldn't it? Fantastic walk that'd be. That's another nine day. A classic Swiss Alps walk, which is eight days. Uh, rivers and Chateaus of the Loire Valley in France. The Catalan classic walk in Spain. And the Algarves Wild West in Portugal. Mm. So Good fantastic. Range. Isn't that a great range of walking tours, that is? Um, now, this one here, Jane, is with Asia Escape Holidays. It's on the Mariner of the Seas. And you're getting airfares with Singapore Airlines. You get two nights in Singapore at the Four Point Sheraton Singapore Riverview Hotel in a 
deluxe room with breakfast daily, and then you're doing a five-night cruise into Malaysia. So that's a nice little package if you're just wanting to do a little short holiday, just seven nights, and departs February next year. You visit the ports of Port Kalang for Kuala Lumpur, Penang, and you go into Phuket as well. And that starts from just over $2,000. So that's a nice little short break if you want to do that one. Um, Alaska, we've talked about Alaska before, Jane, with the small ships, which is a real wonderful thing with the Uncruise Adventures. So they've now got some 2018 releases out there with savings of up to $250 per person on a range of cruises doing the Alaskan fjords and glaciers as well. So if you'd like to do small ship cruising, that is really something special. Now, this is a great one, Jane. This is on that beautiful Star Clipper, those lovely big masted vessels that you can go on. If you book by 30 December and you want to do a cruise of the southern Thailand or northern Thailand areas, they're both seven-night cruises, they're offering you a fly-free if you book by 30 September and you can get seven nights doing southern Thailand from just on $3,000 and you're getting a free airfare. Couldn't have for much better than that, could you? Mm, and a good fun holiday. And a beautiful holiday as well and a beautiful part of the world. So there's always something out there for everybody, Jane. Excellent. Thank you, Sally Lucas. Thank you, Jane. And we'll talk travel again next Friday. Thanks for listening to this podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle. Topics range from gardening to health, well-being, pet care, finance, business and travel. You'll find them all at 2NURFM.com.